You're listening to Expansion, the podcast for EXP agents. Expand your skills, expand your value. Here's your host, Glenn Sanford. Hey everyone, uh, Glenn Sanford here, founder of EXP Realty, um, uh, CEO of EXP World Holdings. And today I'm really excited to speak with uh, Cynthia McKenna of the McKenna team uh, in Long Island, New York. Uh, and uh, she's a three-time icon with with EXP. And uh, Cynthia, hey, welcome to our expansion podcast. Oh, thanks so much for having me. This is really exciting. Looking forward to talking to you. Well, well, first and foremost, you know, you've been in real estate for 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 a few years now. Um, uh, you know, maybe you could just tell tell us how'd you get in real estate and what's that what's that journey been look like. Well, it's a long journey. It's nice that it, that you said a few years. It's actually 23 <laughs> years. But um, I, I got into real estate when my children were very young. And I needed, well, let me back up. I was a stay-at-home mom for 10 years. I have five children. And so I was a stay-at-home mom. And when my last one, my youngest one, went to full-time kindergarten, I needed something to do. And when I Asked, I said to my husband, what should I do? He just said, well, what are you going to do? You know, if the kids are sick, you need to be home or whatever. So he was a financial planner. And I said, well, why don't I do what you do? And he literally laughed at me and said, you, a financial planner? And so I proceeded to get those licenses. And as I was doing financial planning with a lot of seniors, they were selling their houses, they were buying condos, they were doing different things. And I would refer it out to real estate agents that I knew in town or whatever, and they would mess it up. And I'm like, this isn't rocket science. How can you mess this up? So I went to my employer and I got permission to get my real estate license. I sold my first house and never looked back. I quit financial planning and just moved forward from there. But it, it, um, Real estate really afforded me the opportunity to to grow my business at my own rate and do what I still needed to do with my family. So, now, so financial planning, um, and obviously, it sounds like it would it was a great lead generator, or at least a really good springboard into getting into real estate. Um, did were you getting? Uh, was your husband referring you deals after you got your license or how are you, so, how are you lead generating? So it's really funny. Um, for a while I did have both licenses and it was just that you couldn't concentrate, you know, you were, you just were wearing too many hats and you couldn't concentrate on what you needed to do. And I really liked the real estate. So when I decided to do real estate, he actually followed me and became a mortgage person for a while. So he, he, left his financial planning and, and came into the, the mortgage side of it. And we were working together doing it that way. And then it was just, you know, I was in PTA and all of those different various things. So I got referrals from that. And, you know, 20 years ago, it was more uh, city focused or town focused, you know, really locally based. And, when I started, there were two ladies that had been in the business for like 20 years. And I'm like, how am I ever going to compete with them? So I decided not to. And I didn't localize myself. I, I did Long Island. I did, you know, Suffolk County where I live. And that was a very different thing. Um, 
and I also went into buyer brokerage, which was unheard of at that point, you know, so I, I did a lot of buyer brokerage stuff because it didn't make sense to me that that if I have a buyer and I'm walking into a seller that I'm representing that seller just because I'm walking into their listing. It didn't make any sense to me. So so I did a lot of out of the box stuff, you know. Um, and then and then oh eight oh nine came the crash, you know, and that was yeah. that was interesting. But I because I wasn't local and because I I. I did things like I looked on Active Rain and I tried to figure out what was going on across the country so that I could stay relevant. And I decided that I knew that it was going to crash. I didn't know what that meant, but I happened to have a closing that when I went to the closing, there was no money. There was no money to pay me. And I called my broker and I said, what, what, there's no money. I worked. I, it was my listing. I sold it. And they're telling me that they did a short sale and that they took my money and they paid it to, to close the sale and too bad sue the owner and there's nothing to get. And my, I didn't know what a short sale was. I never even heard of a short sale. So my broker was not, he was like, just forget about it, move on, do the next thing. And I'm like, but that's not fair. So I went on to active rain. I looked up short sales. I looked up foreclosures. I taught myself how to do it. And I went that way and everybody else was falling out and I stayed in. So. Awesome. Now you, you mentioned active rain a couple times. Um, were you, were you uh, a, a big blogger on active rain or are you still using it even? Um, I don't, I, Sometimes I go in there just to see what's going on, but I don't use it very often. Um, I was trying to do a lot of blogging at that point just because that was the new thing to do as well. Um, I should get back to it, <laughs> but you know, time, <laughs> everything mm -hmm. takes time. So, well, I think now, you know, I think active rain had its day. I mean, it was a really great platform. I knew, I knew Jonathan Washburn who founded it at one point and spent some time uh, kind of, understanding and I, I blogged on it a, a fair bit as well uh, ironically from 2008 to 2009 I was blogging about SEO uh, because I we, I had a, built a real estate practice that was all SEO related and then I, uh, I to, to make ends meet from 2008 to 2009 we sold SEO services to other real estate professionals okay. so, all right uh, so, so okay. that, was my, that was my that was the best platform for lead gen for me at the time for, for right. selling those services oh that's interesting so you were SEO and I was short sale foreclosure because I didn't I didn't even know you know who knew I didn't even know what that was so yeah and then yeah fast it was pretty crazy yeah, fast forward. So before that, I had owned my own brokerage. I had sold it to the brokerage where I was. And then I decided to open my own brokerage again, a franchise, a big red one, <laughs> a big red right. one. I think you know which one that is. Um, and at the end of the franchise agreement, I closed it. I just closed it and I came here and I couldn't be more happy. So, so what's the, the, the difference between being a, a franchise owner, and, and, in your opinion, and um, building your business at EXP? Obviously, when you buy a franchise, there's a, uh, especially when you've got one with, you know, a really, you know, great value prop that, you know, KW, I think is the one you're referring to. Mm -hmm. But um, 
you know, it, and and obviously they've got you know they they built a really great model for franchise owners for with their profit share and a, ALC and all the other things that they have mm-hmm. in there. Um, how did that contrast to you know to then moving over to EXP? I think that the biggest thing, you know, because I was the OP, the the operating principal, I was the owner of the franchise. Um, I have to say my time at KW was where I needed to be to get to here because mm-hmm. I don't think that I, I, I don't think that if I had even seen EXP back when I opened my franchise, I don't think that I would have had the, the wherewithal to figure it out that I should be here. You know, I think that I needed my time at KW because again, you know, it was all traditional brokerages here, all, you know, 50, 50, 60, 40 splits, whatever they were. And when KW came and that you, everybody had that same split, you know, and then you had the opportunity to cap. That was something that was very different and nobody on Long Island and everybody told me I was going to fail, you know, and I didn't, you know, I had 140 agents when I closed it and, and it's still around and, you know, um, the other offices and they're doing very well. And KW is a name now, you know, when it was not before I needed that time as a franchise owner, I think to learn a little bit more about business, about running a larger scale business about, but I also learned that I was like, Oh, I felt like a one man band running around doing everything, you know, and you could never go anywhere or do anything. And, you know, and you had the corporate where you had to answer to levels and things that you needed to do over there. And then you had your business over here where you're trying to do everything over there. And then trying to combine everything was a little, it was a lot of work. It was a lot, a lot of work. So when I came to EXP, I don't have to worry about the corporate stuff because you guys have that all handled, but I still get to run my business and grow it as I want to. So I'm kind of like a mini corporation within your corporation, you know, a mini brokerage within your huge brokerage. And I can do anything that I want with that. Right. Yeah. So. Awesome. And, and now, and you also run a real estate team. Uh, yes, I do. As, mm-hmm. And, and then you've, uh, you've also attracted some agents to, to EXP. What, mm-hmm. um, what, how does your team operate? Are you, What's your primary lead? Like, how do you generate business? How do you pass that on to your agents? A lot of our business is referral business. Um, I I think I run my team a little differently. You know, I one thing that I that I learned, especially after coming here, was with KW. I always tried to run my business, my team, like it was in the Red Book, because I think the Red Book is a really great book. You know, it's a mm-hmm. It's, it's a really good way to do it. But I always personally found that I was having difficulty because I never, I couldn't be a team member, you know, like, I'm sorry, I just, I, I can be on teams, but I mean, like, I couldn't be a team member forever because that's just not who I am. So I have a real disconnect in my head of having people that'll sit, be, stay on my team, right? It just, 
it, I just have that disconnect there. So I always felt like I was missing a piece or missing something. And what I realized when I came over was that watching your business, watching EXP grow, watching all of the different people that are so successful in the business, and some of them are very large, you know, very large teams making very many transactions. There are some that are smaller doing it, but they all do it differently. And going to into the world or going into the functions and speaking to them and how they're doing their business, I realized that there is no really one way that's right. It's right, what is right is right for you. So for me, my team, everybody does whatever they want to do, meaning they can be a buyer's agent, they can be a listing agent. I don't put them, you don't have to start as a buyer's agent and work your way up to a listing agent. You know, um, our splits are very different. I have a cap on my team, just as you have, you know, with us at eXp, there's a cap on my team. Um, just because you have it so why shouldn't i have it you know so mm -hmm. that was kind of the that was kind of my thinking you know if 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 you as a larger entity can institute a cap for us and that's a lot of the reasons why people come here is because there is a cap on what we have to pay you right that beats the traditional brokerage system um then why would i make my team continue to pay me Right. So, so there is a, a production cap on my team as well. Awesome. So, so you've kind of built your own unique model uh, mm -hmm. that matches up with you as a, as a, as the business owner leader um, as to what you feel is, is fair and right. And also I think to some extent what you would enjoy if you were on the team. Correct. Exactly. Because I, I, I understand, you know, my team, if they're looking and they cap because they capped with me and I cap because I capped with you. And why would I just, I wouldn't want to, I wouldn't personally want to keep paying, you know, why would, why would right. I do that? I, I'd get off the team. So, so we do have a cap, you know, so it's just, it, I think it's win, win, win. And a lot of people, you know, they're doing, um, my daughter, Shaughnessy, she is now an EX. Pert or for um, the Instagram thing for um, EXP Con, she just got the honor of doing. She's going to do that, and so she does a lot of Instagram and Facebook and all of that. And we do a lot of sphere, you know. And I call it right. fear farming. You know, sphere farming is fear farming because nobody ever wants to call their fear their sphere. You know, they have fear right. to do it, right? So, so I just every time they say they're dry, I'm like, did you do your your fear farming? Because if you didn't do your fear farming, then you have nothing. And they they call around and get a few deals out of it, and they're like, oh yeah, that works. Yeah, it does work. <laughs> so <laughs> I love, love that fear fear. Of course, in fear. Uh, the is also an acronym: uh, false education appearing real. Um, exactly. So, um, so they're 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 finding out that once they confront the fear, or as Tom Hopkins says, uh, do what you fear most, and you control the fear. So exactly. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Uh, you, you know, one one thing I want uh, listeners to pick up on is, uh, and I think it's a really it's a really unique piece that. Um, that I, I saw is that when you build a business model, um, think of do ask yourself 
would you work for that business model if it was presented to you? Um, and, and I think that's a really important element to, uh, obviously, uh, that's what, uh, that was the, uh, the hat I put on when we built EXP was, uh, would I be an agent at EXP if EXP existed? And uh, absolutely, uh, I, I would have loved to have avoided the brain damage of actually building the company and just, and just <laughs> being at the company. Um, and, and, right. and, but it and took your brain to do that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We needed was, your brain to do that. You know, my brain didn't do it. Your brain did it. <laughs> so. Yeah, I, and I think the, the, the piece is that every, everybody in whatever local market they're in has a, has a business that if it isn't working, think about when you do go to retool it, think about it from the perspective of would I be excited to be in this, um, on this team, in this structure? And if you can say yes, it's going to be easier to track people. It's going to be easier to explain the value proposition. It's just going to be more successful. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So. So, um, so how, so what do you, you mentioned a lot of your team members do their own lead gen. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, do you, do you provide any leads? Do you do uh, you um, lead generation for them? I, I do, but I don't do it well. I'm going to be totally 100% honest with you I don't I don't do it overly well I'm working on that <laughs> um, I, I do provide leads you know with my listings or whatever they do open houses they can have all the buyers you know those kinds of things um, I have taught them how to use outside not paid outside referral things that they could use um, in order to generate some listings and things and you know again most of it a lot of it is referral a lot, a okay. lot of our businesses referral. Well, twenty-three years, I, I would think you want to have a little bit of referral business in there somewhere for sure. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I just have to get better on the lead gen part of it, and I'm working on that. I have somebody helping me with that. So, so now, what CRM do you use, or what's your favorite CRM? I just um, about eight weeks ago ch turned into Chime. So. Oh, okay. I, I was um, I was trying to use our KV Core and nothing nothing bad about it. I just found it a little overwhelming, almost. So okay, I just um, I still have it. I'm running. I'm actually trying to run it consecutively because I want to kind of compare the two um, on the lead generation part of it. And I did use I have to say on KV Core I did use Make It Rain, and it mm -hmm. does work. It does work. Um, so if anybody ever wants to try that, it, it does work. Um, but I just, I'm kind of trying to run them consecutively. Chime is just a little more intuitive, that's all. Okay, so. awesome. Well, you'll, you'll be uh, glad to hear, and I don't, uh, and since this is a podcast, and it probably won't come out until, out until after the announcement, um, but we're, uh, we just put together a deal with Chime, um, we're, That's exciting. We're, uh, I think agents will be able to get Chime for, I think, $25 a month. So we've got. Wow. A, uh, That's that, incredible. That so um, there's probably a little bit of 
of savings you'll be able to kick in there. From, exactly. From uh, a little bit, just a lot. Just a, <laughs> just lot. a okay. lot. Just a lot. Yeah, <laughs> just a lot. Oh, that's awesome. That's wonderful to hear. That's great. Oh, well, excellent. Yeah, we've got uh, Leo Perea has been working diligently on putting on putting together some great partnerships, and that's one he he told me about here about a week ago that we're we're in the process of finalizing. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's incredible. That's awesome. Well, well, Cynthia, uh, you know, oh, one, you're also what's a. I believe you're also a success certified coach, if I'm not mistaken. I am. I am becoming one. November is my class. October was sold out. November is my class, and I am so excited about that. Okay, been, well, I will be potentially be in that class with you because I actually oh, nice. be certified myself. Okay, so. that's excellent. That's excellent. That's excellent. I'm so excited about that. That I, you know, I've been coaching agents for years. You know, as a mentor or the broker or whatever. So I'm just looking forward to this extra extension of, of what it is. And I don't even think I even know the potential of what it really could be. So, yeah, no, it's a, I, I think it's a really great platform for, um, you know, it's, uh, success magazines, of course, been around for 125 mm-hmm. plus years. And, and now that we've got the success, uh, certified coach designation. Of course, Jarek Robbins heads that up. Uh, I'm we're, we're I'm super excited about, it. and I'm actually spending a bit more time working with the success team on on growing out the ecosystem. So it's pretty exciting. Um, Cynthia, first of all, I want to just say thank you for um, for jumping on today. Uh, you know, as uh, you know, one of my uh, phrases is that success leaves clues. And I think you dropped a couple of really cool clues here today uh, <laughs> on so. how to how to build your your business. Um, and then um, where can where can people check you out or or follow you? Um, they can follow us on the McKenna team. If you really want some good good ideas, my daughter's the best. She's Shaughnessy sells, <laughs> so um, she's really good on Instagram um, and Facebook. So uh, we have. I'm going to put it, I'll post it back up. Last year we made a video for Hocus Pocus with the Sanderson sisters, but we were realtors and I'm going to post that back up because uh, Hocus Pocus is back out. So that should generate some interest. Yeah. It's getting <laughs> but, extra buzz this year. That, yeah. That, that extra show. buzz. Yeah. So, there so um, the McKenna team.com. That's where we are. Oh, excellent. Well, thanks again, everyone for listening uh, and join us uh, again next time. Um, uh, with our, our next podcast, but thanks for being on the journey. You've been listening to Expansion. Tune in every Tuesday and Thursday for new episodes. Thanks for being the best part of EXP.